The medical information communicated in this podcast is of a general educational nature. If you are feeling unwell, please seek the attention of a medical practitioner. Any advertisements promoted throughout the podcast are not endorsed by the presenter or any of the guests interviewed. Hi there, welcome to MediTalk, a medical podcast talking all things medical in a way that you can understand. You're with Danae. Do you suffer from asthma? You need to listen to this podcast. One in nine Australians have asthma, which equates to around 2.5 million Australians. So you are not alone. To help us better understand asthma, we're going to speak to Dr. Christopher Stanley, respiratory physician from Royal Perth Hospital, and he privately consults from CRS. So Dr. Stanley, what can you tell us about asthma? What is asthma? Well, asthma is a common disorder of the airways, uh, and it occurs in about one in 10 Australian adults, so it's uh, quite common. Yeah. Uh, now, the airways are a complex set of tubes that conduct the air from the mouth mm-hmm. all the way down to the lung tissue. Patients with asthma develop uh, inflammation and narrowing of the airways, and this is responsible for the symptoms that they get. Now, asthma is incurable, but it's very easily reversible and manageable with some simple inhaled therapies. And that's, in fact, one of the hallmarks of asthma, reversible airways inflammation. Okay. And so how do you diagnose asthma? How do you know that you might have asthma? Yeah, so there's a few signs you can look out for, but um, the the diagnosis of asthma is really uh, down to some characteristic clinical um, signs and symptoms, along with uh, some very simple tests of lung function. Mm -hmm. Typical symptoms that patients with asthma will develop include wheezing or noisy breathing, chest tightness, cough, and sometimes some difficulty breathing. Now, we can measure the how narrow the airways are with a simple breathing test called spirometry. Mm-hmm. And many times during this uh, testing, we often give patients a trial of inhaled therapy uh, to see if it opens up the airway. Mm-hmm. And is it something that if you don't go, if you are undiagnosed, um, that it can cause an issue in your life? Absolutely. So we often see patients with um, who go many years with undiagnosed, undiagnosed asthma and over time it can actually result in um, permanent narrowing of the airways so it's very important to ensure early diagnosis and as i mentioned earlier the treatments if taken regularly can be very very effective okay and so you mentioned some of the symptoms that patients might feel how do you know that the cough's gone too long so you think oh i've, I've been coughing lately or wheezing how do you know that it's like it's it's not just it, it, it is problematic and you need to go and speak to someone. Yeah, absolutely. So um, certainly if you have had symptoms for more than six weeks, uh, it's certainly something that needs to be investigated. There's obviously other causes of cough and wheezing mm. and chest tightness, but it's certainly something you should um, see your GP for and have a low threshold for um, uh, having further investigation. And lung function tests can really uh, quite uh, quickly tell whether asthma's at play. So um, certainly if you've got persistent symptoms for a, a few weeks, it should be checked out. Okay. And what is a lung function? Yeah, so lung function tests are actually a very old um, form of um, measuring uh, what the lungs are doing, mm-hmm. um, but a very, very effective um uh, test and so we've now refined that test uh, very well. Um, and what lung function testing does is it can—it's a simple breathing test um, that uh, you breathe into a device, and it can measure dif- different aspects of your breathing. Now we can measure how big your lungs are, 
um, how narrow the airways are. We can even measure how well the oxygen that um, gets to your lung tissue transfers into your bloodstream and gets around your body. So there's a number of different things we can test with a simple breathing test. And that's amazing. And they're reported on by people like yourself or a spiritual physician. Yeah. So they can diagnose you with, with asthma. So is there different types of asthma? Yeah, absolutely. So most most people who develop asthma will have the classic um, symptoms of wheeze and chest tightness and cough, but some patients can actually have very few symptoms. Um, there are some uh, other uh, rare types of asthma where patients will only get symptoms in relation to say exercise, mm. certain um, drugs or medications and even uh, uh, cold air and in some cases exposure to occupational substances. So there are a few different types of asthma. Probably one of the more common types is an allergic type or mm. what we call atopic asthma where patients develop uh, characteristic symptoms um, when exposed to certain uh, allergens in the environment. And um, we can actually measure some of those responses in our laboratories. Oh, wow. And I suppose the more you talk about it and the different types of asthma, that's why it's important sometimes to see a respiratory physician because you can narrow it down to what specific type of asthma yeah. they have and then that influences their treatment? Absolutely. Different, different um, while most types of um, asthma are treated with some standard therapies, there are different um, uh, inhaled therapies that we use to target certain types of asthma. So it is important to be able to differentiate. Okay. And so what are the current ways of um, managing asthma? Hmm. So um, asthma is obviously a, a condition of inflammation and narrowing of the airways. And most patients um, will require one or maybe um, two medications to keep their asthma under control. Now, the most common uh, medication we use to treat asthma is an inhaled medicine that uh, relaxes the muscles around the outside of the airways and opens them up. And these medications tend to work quite quickly and they're quite effective and we call them relievers. Yeah. But many asthmatic patients um, require the addition of an inhaled steroid um, and the steroid helps to reduce inflammation around the airways and further open um, the airways up. The problem with inhaled steroids is they take a bit longer to work, so it's really important that um, patients take their inhaled steroid um, on a daily basis. Now, um, from time to time, patients might develop flare-ups, mm -hmm. and sometimes they need a tablet form of steroid to really dampen that um, inflammatory response. But we can um, try and minimise the need for um, tablet steroids mm -hmm. by ensuring that patients take their um, inhaled form of their steroid every single day. Is compliance important when it comes to asthma? You know, some weeks they say, oh, I don't need it this week, I'm feeling good. You yeah. know, what, what's your thoughts on that? Ab what would you tell uh, patients? Look, ab absolutely, and that's a great question, and it's, it's something that's really important to um, answer. Um, while there are some patients who have chronic symptoms related to asthma, many patients will um, take their inhalers, mm. feel a lot better, um, and then they fall in a hole a couple of months later um, because they haven't had that constant um, dampening of the inflammatory response. And so we commonly, I commonly see patients who come in and their, their adherence to their medication um, is poor. And simply by improving that, patients find that they don't have symptoms anymore if they take their medication every day, rain, hail or shine. And, and that's one of the mm. biggest areas that, um, uh, that's difficult to manage in asthma because sometimes people feel so well off the yeah. medications. And how does it affect 
you know, say if you're an active person and mm. you have asthma, mm. can you live a normal life, be active absolutely. and be asthmatic? Yeah, absolutely. And so um, I think as we just alluded to before, the importance of adherence, if you take mm. your medications every single day, there's no reason why you can't live a, a normal life. And so mm. while asthma is not curable, it is a chronic condition, pa um, most patients will live a completely normal life by just um, taking their medication every single day. Now, every now and then people will get flare-ups with exercise mm. um, and that can easily be controlled with a, um, a bit of reliever prior to starting exercise. Um, so you can certainly live a completely normal life. Oh, that's good. And is asthma a condition that is genetic? So that's a difficult question to answer, um, and, and it comes down to environmental factors as well as genetics. And we know that that um, we do see some families where asthma um, seems to be passed down from the parents, mm. um, and some patients probably do have a genetic predisposition to developing what we call hypersensitive airways. So their airways are much more sensitive to things that are in the environment. Mm. Um, but it doesn't necessarily hold that every single person who has asthma is going to have children who yeah. have asthma. Oh, so it's a complex interaction of uh, nature and nurture. Yeah, okay. And when they come and see a respiratory physician and they've been given some um, medication management to follow, is it something that would need to change over time and they'd need to come back and, and touch base with their physician or their, or their GP who have put them on the medication? Is it something that they should keep tabs on? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, many, many general practitioners are very um, skilled in managing asthma and sometimes they just need a little bit of a tune-up from a respiratory physician. Yeah. And um, you're absolutely right. Um, medication changes um, do happen. Uh, and that sort of depends a little bit on um, how each patient is responding to the treatments. Sometimes we need to increase the inhaled steroid a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we back it off. Ultimately, what we try to do is get patients on the lowest possible doses of their inhaled therapies that keep their symptoms under control. There's also um, newer medications. So if patients find that they're not um, tolerant to some of the medications we give, there are alternatives and sometimes mm -hmm. we need to chop and change some of them. But um, certainly we do that in conjunction with each patient's general practitioner. Oh, that's great. And in terms of um, just some lasting sort of tips to give people who are newly diagnosed with yep. asthma, um, what would they be? I think um, while asthma, as I said, while asthma is not um, curable, it's certainly very easily manageable with a, a little bit of understanding about asthma and engagement with um, uh, with with the disease. So. I think just a little bit of understanding about um, your inhaled therapies, what triggers might trigger your asthma, um, and what the signs of a flare-up are, um, so that you can uh, address it quite quickly. And my probably my top tips would be: yeah. firstly, um, ensure that you adhere to the medications that are prescribed. Um, take them every day, um, seven days a week, rain, hail, or shine, and consider them like your insurance policy. So they'll keep you well, even um, if you have a little bit of a flare-up. And there's many different devices. So if you find you're having trouble with your device, talk to your specialist or your mm. GP. There's many different options these days. Secondly, avoid any triggers. And sometimes this is a little bit of trial and error. Um, you might not know what the triggers are, but you find that your asthma is flaring up in response to something that's happened or some exposure. Mm. So um, know what your triggers are and try to avoid them. Stay away from sick people in winter and make sure that you have the flu vaccination to keep mm. you healthy. Yeah. 
Um, stop smoking, and this is a big one. I see yes. a lot of asthmatics who smoke, and cigarette smoke is incredibly irritant to the airways, and um, it means that even when we give inhaled therapies, the smoking will always cause inflammation. Now, aside from that, there's the other effects of cigarette smoking, like destruction of the lung tissue and emphysema, mm. and in the long term, obviously, it puts you at risk of um, lung cancer. So there's a lot of positives to smoking cessation. Mm. Um, Next, I'd say with your GP or your specialist, um, develop an asthma management plan. Asthma management plans give you control. They give you an understanding of your asthma and help you to um, treat any flare-ups quite quickly without them getting out of control. And then finally, work out a way to monitor your asthma. And there's a couple of ways you can mm. do this. Um, and it's best to do it in conjunction with your general practitioner or your specialist. But you can have a symptom control diary where you monitor your symptoms and work out when they're deteriorating. The other option is a, a rudimentary test of your lung function called a peak flow meter. Mm -hmm. A lot of patients don't like doing it, but it can give you a visual scale of when your lung function is starting to decline and give you ways that you can address it with your asthma management plan. Oh, that's some excellent advice, and especially for people that are newly diagnosed, just to give them some some tips. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. with with just a few, a little bit of understanding of your asthma, you can actually live quite a, a normal, healthy life with it. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, thanks for joining us today, Dr. Stanley, and we've learned a lot more about asthma. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please send me an email of any medical topics you would love to learn more about by simply emailing me at danae at meditalk.com.au. Danae, D-A-N-A-E, at meditalk.com.au. Stay well and let's talk soon.